Hello? Is everybody still there? Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 35, Murray State, NCAA First Round Tournament Edition. I'm lightheaded. Follow me at Burning Springs on Instagram. (laughs) I don't know if I could do this. Unreasonable Doubt WV at gmail.com is the email address. Send me an email with your coherent thoughts. Facebook. There's a there's a podcast page on the Facebook. Check it out. Figure it out. This podcast I talk about West Virginia University basketball. I'm gonna start with that, but I gotta talk about University of Maryland, Baltimore County, defeating Virginia. We're going to get to that. But let's... <laughs> Gosh, it's so insane. I don't know what's happening. The room's spinning. West Virginia beats Murray State 80-something to 60-something. I don't even know what the score was. I wasn't watching it live. I was at my daughter's gymnastic meet. Gymnastic? Gymnastics meet. Um, so there was a guy in the bleachers who was obviously watching the game on his phone. He brought his Bluetooth headphones. And so I knew, and there was no service in the gym. I knew that West Virginia was okay because I felt like this guy, if West Virginia was losing, would have tossed the headphones from his head onto the gymnastics floor where they were doing their floor routines. And because he did not do that, I felt good that West Virginia had locked down the win. Watching it off the DVR... There's not a lot to analyze. Uh, Javon Carter bullied Murray State. He was fantastic. Driving it to the rim. Uh, I talked about in the preview that the point guard for Murray State was not good at defense. That proved correct. Carter got what he wanted. And when it was getting tight in the second half, as all West Virginia games seemed to have to go... Murray State cut the lead to five, 49-44. Um, their guy, the 6'8 guy with the with the fantastic hair that's got to be wrapped in two different spots with rubber bands. I can only assume rubber bands or maybe jumper cables. I'm not sure. That dude wasn't missing, and he had a double-double in the first half. And so Murray, Murray State cut it to five. Javon Carter, as he's done in multiple games this season, Hits a step back jump shot to break the lead out to seven, and it didn't get closer than that point. So, Carter, MVP of this game, my man, aggressive, freshman, neck tattoo, Teddy Allen, 16 points, four rebounds, played a lot of minutes. Murray State didn't have somebody to really, uh, of size, that could, that could defend Teddy things and Teddy is not scared 
This is his. This, he's a freshman, as we know. Freshmen can get uh, a little wide-eyed in the NCAA tournament. Teddy is not that kind of guy. So, fantastic Teddy game. Best Teddy game in a while. Logan Rout. Holy moly. Uh, I felt like I just said a few episodes ago that he played his best game. This was his best game. He scored seven points. Didn't miss a shot. How many games this season has Logan Rout scored five points in a row for West Virginia? He did that in the first half. There was an and one. He did not try to bank the free throw. Uh, tip in right after that. And then in the second half, soon after Carter made that step back, Carter picked on the Murray State guard, Stark. More like Ned Stark. <laughs> That's a Game of Thrones joke. Uh, picked his pocket, went down, passed it to Rout for a slam dunk. And then Logan Rout, uh, because it's 2018, he started raising the roof. <laughs> what is going on? I, I am sitting down. This is a, I, it's a crazy day of basketball. Logan Rout raises the roof. On the 20-year anniversary, that we're 20 years out from the Luther Campbell song, Raise the Roof. Uh, kids, don't try to stream that song. Just trust me that Raising the Roof is at, is at least 20 years old. And Logan Rout found, you know, found that the way to celebrate his dunk. And I enjoyed it a lot. Sneaky Wes Harris game. Uh, a lot of guys did not score again, uh, and by a lot, I mean I'm looking at you, Beetle, and I'm looking at you, Lamont West, <clears throat> and Chase Harler played a couple minutes. Um, but, again, it was a bully situation, West Virginia, outside of that five-point lead in the second half, they were the better team all the way through. And they won their game. And in random thoughts, we're going to talk about the number one seed that did not win their game. That's coming up. Random thoughts, not about the Murray State game. Let's talk about this Virginia game. Okay. Thank you for everyone who listened to the Bracket Talk series where people who have no idea what they're talking about gave you their thoughts about <laughs> what was going to happen in the NCAA tournament. Just to recap, I won't play all the audio uh, because we're all terribly wrong. Uh, in my inter- in my bracket breakdown, I had Virginia getting to the final, claiming that they had enough offense this year. Jeff Chappelle joined me. He had Virginia winning the tournament in his bracket. I had Kevin Touch on the next episode of Bracket Talk. Guess who he picked? Virginia. Neil Stone in the last one. And I mentioned Neil Stone has multiple groups of friends. Uh, The Facebook response to the Neil Stone Bracket Talk episode really proved the power of Neil Stone and his deep-rooted friendships, at least 
online, but I think in in human reality as well. But he picked Virginia. Not to win it, but he got him to the final. And what happened tonight was absolutely incredible. Maryland, Baltimore County. One of their guards, legit, he looks like a dude you saw at the Y last weekend. Playing four on four half court. That dude is on UMBC's team. And that team came out. And you know, uh, I was I was playing catch up today, five-hour gymnastics meet, get home, start watching the West Virginia game on the on the cell phone, it's saying, hey, 16's defeating a one, which is not Uncommon. Even this year, Kansas was losing the pin in the first half. So it's like, okay, seen this. It's going to turn around. But it doesn't. UMBC's up 12 with eight minutes left. They can't. (laughs) It's not getting any closer. So I'm trying to finish the Murray State watch. And my phone is... The notifications are blowing up. It's saying, hey, uh, Virginia is down 16. Like, what? What is happening? So I devote my attention to that game. And Virginia, the coach of Virginia, Tony Bennett, he looks like he's seen a ghost. Jim Nance, even at one point, when UMBC got a steal, he's like, what is wrong with Virginia in the most honest moment of a play-by-play commentator where he's just what what is going on i have no idea and then in that play they get it to the corner they make a three virginia has a call timeout virginia kids crying virginia fans in the stands confused obviously visibly upset let me give you a breakdown here of the records of UMBC and Virginia. Who, who's, who's beat who? Who's lost to who? So Virginia, they lost twice this year. Once to West Virginia, once to Virginia Tech at home in overtime. Virginia beat Duke in Cameron Indoor Stadium, which is hard to do. They beat North Carolina, who won the championship last year, been to the finals two years in a row. They beat that team twice. Okay? They won the ACC conference, which is not a slouch conference. They ran away with it. It wasn't even close. The tournament at the end of the year, they won that. They were the... Obvious, clear, number one seed, okay? Let's go through the Maryland-Baltimore County resume. They lost about 28 to Vermont at home. And Vermont was the number one seed in their conference. But still, they lost by 28 to the Catamounts. I don't know why I know their mascot. UMBC lost by 44 to Albany. And it doesn't matter where that game was at. They lost by 11 to Army. 
powerhouse army. They lost by 13 to Towson. They lost to something called Stony Brook at home. Their Ken Pomeroy rankings, and this is the most amazing thing, but it's still washing over you that this team that beat Virginia lost by 44 to Albany somewhere on earth, okay? The Ken Pomeroy rankings, KenPom.com. I always go back to the analysis, the statistics. Their overall ranking was 212th before this game. Defense, oh, I'm sorry, 212th offense. So they 212th best offense, 177th best defense. So that's kind of middle of the pack out of 351 schools. 188th overall. But guess where the... Uh, I don't even... It's some kind of dog as their mascot. <laughs> Guess where they were at in the luck rankings for Ken Pomeroy. That's right. And this was before this game. Number one in luck. Now, they beat Virginia by 20. So that was not luck. But for them to get to that point and to be the 16 seed that defeats a one seed for the first time in history, there's got to be some luck involved. And the stats at KimPom.com was screaming that this team had luck on their side. And it's an amazing night of basketball. And there have been other upsets, but this is the upset in college basketball that I don't know that you can top. Now that's recency bias, but it's also something that's never happened before. And that's why I am lightheaded and having a hard time keeping it together and we're an uh, we're an hour out from that from that final and I'm I'm still blown away. It's it's amazing that that can happen. People didn't think it could happen. Anything is possible. And hey, you know why I play Everybody Hurts at the beginning of this podcast? And you know why I play Don't Do Me Like That every podcast? Is because something that like happened to Virginia tonight can happen to anybody. And everybody hurts. And please, baby, don't do me like that. Final thoughts coming up. Final thoughts for the Murray State game. A couple more thoughts about the Virginia game and I'll stop. The UMBC mascot is the Retriever. (laughs) Uncommon name, but perfect name of a mascot of a 16 seed defeating a one seed. And of course, location of this school, Baltimore County. So you get on Twitter and what do you see? So many references to the TV show, The Wire, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. So we're 10 years out. So we're 20 years out from, Luke's Razor Roof, and we're 10 years out from the series finale of The Wire. So, 
when you get online and you see a bunch of gifs of or gifs whatever you prefer of the wire in reference to a basketball game uh for me that's a good night that's it for that game so back to, back to the task at hand the game before west virginia marshall congratulations to marshall they upset uh wichita state in a very impressive showing for Marshall. And so a, a game that used to be played in Charleston, West Virginia, the Capital Classic, is going to be done in the NCAA tournament in San Diego, California, Sunday, 9.40 p.m. on TBS. And no matter what happens, if West Virginia loses to Marshall... I can go back to, uh, well, at least they didn't lose to a 16 seed while giving all the credit in the world to Marshall. Okay? So here's the good and the bad for, for Marshall. The good of Marshall's top five scores, four of those guys are from West Virginia. And that's awesome. Uh, another good, John Elmore. They're coached by the older brother of Mike D'Antoni. So it's Dan D'Antoni. And their offenses are pretty much the same. And so John Elmore, who's from Charleston, West Virginia, gets to be in the James Harden role. And that has to be in the good column. That somebody from Charleston, West Virginia is doing a James Harden impression. And against Wichita State, he did a pretty good one. Uh, another good thing, Dan D'Antoni, his look. So Huggy, uh, Bob Huggins has the uh, what looks to be a garbage bag uh, pullover. Dan D'Antoni's look is a blazer with a Marshall t-shirt underneath, like a logo tee. So he goes logo tee, puts a blazer over that. And I... I'm a fan of that look. It, it it definitely stands out, and I'm a fan. And then if, the good for West Virginia is that Marshall turns the ball over a lot. So that's good, and Marshall's not a good defensive team. On Ken Pomeroy, they are 127th in defense. The only team that beat West Virginia with that defensive rating or worse it was Iowa State. At Iowa State, where West Virginia had the flu. So that's the good for West Virginia. The bad, again, Marshall shoots a lot of threes. They're doing a Mike D'Antoni impression. So they are eighth in the nation in three-point attempts, and they make 35% of those, which is not the best, but it's pretty good when you shoot that many. Another thing, again, similar to the two, if you're watching the Houston Rockets this year, they're doing an impression of that Marshall is, and they get to the foul line a bunch. They get fouled because the only two shots they like, really, are right next to the rim where you can get a layup or get fouled, or you drive to create an open look for a three-point shot because, as we've talked about, three-point shot is worth more than a two-point shot. And so when they get to the line... The free throw line, they are twenty they are twenty-fifth in the country in free throw percentage. So that is bad for West Virginia. 
Um, again, just looking at stats, how West Virginia can win this game. Because I've said before, in my, in, in my talk with Jeff Chappelle, I didn't want anything to do with Marshall. And that was confirmed by watching some of the Wichita State game. Because they play a style uh, that's going to be tough for West Virginia to handle. They have a good point guard with size. And they have a shot blocker themselves. And Marshall's shot blocker, and that's the only guy in the top five scores that's not from West Virginia. He's from Bosnia-Herzegovina. He can put the ball on the floor uh, where Kanate's not very good away from the rim on defense. He, he's decent, but he's not as good out there. And this guy could take Kanate off the dribble. Uh, so I'm concerned about that. But here's how West Virginia can win. If they can hold Marshall under 46% shooting, Marshall's 7-8 and eight this year when they've been held under 46%. And the number as far as West Virginia, what they have to shoot is 43%. Teams against Marshall that have shot 43% from the field are... Uh, Marshall is 9 and 10 with a, when a team shoots 43% and up. So those are the two things. West Virginia's got to shoot at least 43%, which is not a given for this team and we know that. And what's the better stat is that West Virginia holds Marshall under 46%. So a combination of those two things is how West Virginia wins this game. I am not looking forward to this. But I am excited that six guys that are going to play minutes are from the state of West Virginia. And to for that to happen in the second round of the NCAA tournament, that makes me excited. So until late Sunday, early Monday morning, that's it for Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on Anchor, anchor.fm slash Unreasonable Doubt, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all the places, subscribe, rate, and review. Until then, I'm Josh Witt. WVU is 25 and 10.